this is Julie. And this is Alicia. And you're listening to Getting, Getting Booked. Hello, everybody. Hey, everyone. We are coming to you live again. Julie's coming from... Are you in your closet today, Julie? Yes, I'm in the closet. <laughs> and I'm in my office. We hope all of you have been doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, all that good stuff. Um, Julie recently had a COVID scare. Yeah, I uh, am just very glad to report that it was negative. Um, I can't say enough good things about the experience of the test, though. It was not as bad as I was expecting or anticipating, and we got the results back, you know, pretty quick. Um, so I'm just glad that's over. I'd love to get the antibody test done. Um, yeah. I think that would be beneficial. I'm definitely curious about anxiety. That. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely curious about how that works. And, I mean, there's just so much to know and learn and all that. But um, before your COVID scare, you went on a very lovely, socially distant vacay to the mountains, and I want to hear about it. How was it? Yes, I did. Um, So we were actually supposed to be in Ireland, and obviously we could not do that. So one of my college best friends and still best friends, his parents own a house in Beach Mountain in North Carolina, and luckily it happened to be open for that week, so we were able to change our plans up and go up there and we went whitewater rafting and we went hiking and just all kinds of um you know outdoorsy stuff and I really enjoyed it we went horseback riding that was my favorite um so much different riding a horse in the mountains than in the low country yeah Uh, a lot more effort but it was great we were there for about a week and just kind of got to relax and check out, and I guess that's the most important part of vacation anyway, so it didn't matter where we were. For sure. Oh, if you hear anything loud, my cat, I was just telling Julie, he has like a bug up his butt where he's just being a brat, and right now, I'm not kidding you, he literally just ran full speed, (laughs) jumped in the air, and like dragged his nails down the frame of the door. Because I think he thinks he sees a bug. I really yes, don't know. So strange. He's so weird. He's literally having like a full on like freak out right now. So if yeah, you hear anything. Cats, yeah, I mean, it's just like par for the course. But he gets, I call it the rips, where he just like will randomly get the burst of energy and just like fly through, <laughs> like rip I around call, in circles. I call those the zoomies. Yes. I would love to see Halo get the zoomies with her tiny little legs. <laughs> she's not very quick, but <laughs> she tries. But in her, she's like going like full, full speed, like with her little legs, like full speed, and it's just like a normal walking pace. And exactly. That's just like the funniest thing ever. Oh my God. Can you hear him? Yes, I can. Oh my God. Hold on. I'm going to try to like, oh wait, nope. He just ran down the stairs. Okay. Well. 
It's like, get a cat, they said. It will be fun, they said. They're super easy. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, he gets the zoomies or the rips for, like, 10 minutes every morning. And he tears through. And then for the rest of the day, he is, like, a blob. Just That's like a piece exactly of furniture. She will drive us crazy for, like, 10 minutes. And then it's over. Yeah. So he's just like getting it out. Oh, he's back up here. So he wants, I, to, hear, he wants to hear us talk about the book. Yeah, I know. He's like, talk about the book. Um, so this month's pick was One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus. Um, uh, and I can read the synopsis real quick. Yeah, that'd be great. It says, pay close attention and you might solve this. On Monday afternoon, five students at Bayview High walk into detention. Bronwyn the brain is yell-bound and never breaks the rule. Addie the beauty is the picture-perfect homecoming princess. Nate the criminal is already on probation for dealing. Cooper the athlete is the all-star baseball pitcher. And Simon the outcast is the creator of Bayview High's notorious gossip app. Only Simon never makes it out of that classroom. Before the end of detention, Simon's dead. And according to investigators, his death wasn't an accident. On Monday, he died. But on Tuesday, he'd planned to post juicy reveals about all four of his high-profile classmates, which makes all four of them suspects in his murder. Or are they just the perfect patsies for a killer who's still on the loose? Everyone has secrets, right? What really matters is how far you would go to protect them. Super exciting. Um, it is. It was such a, a good thriller. It really, it, it really is. And um, the description and everything is great. My only complaint about this book is I really, so it says One of Us is Lying is the title. I really wish that it was named like something more fun, like, the Bayview Four or like Murder Club, because that's what oh, they Murder called Club them. Good. Yeah, because that's what they call themselves, like the Murder Club, yeah. or the and also the Bayview Four is like what the um, media in the book calls them. And I just feel like those would have been better titles than One of Us Is Lying. I don't um, know. And also because it's not very accurate because all of them are lying. True. So, I don't know. I just feel like the title could have been better, but that's my only um, complaint, really. The, uh, the sequel, which I haven't read, um, is called One of Us is Next. So, I wonder if she was just trying to do, you know, the the trendy thing where you, you make all the titles, you know, flow. Um, like, you, like, Jane Ivanovich does the one where she, like, counts. I think it was Jane Ivanovich that does that. Um, yeah, I don't know. know. Maybe, yeah. Sequels always play off of the original. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I just, that's how I felt. I also am curious about how the sequel is because this was, like, in my opinion, wrapped up pretty well. You know? It was. Um, and it was really impressive because it was her it was her debut novel. So yeah. she did this really, really well. Better than you know, a lot of people do, and it was her first one, so, um, 
Yeah, I would just, I don't know. I I feel like I don't, I want to read the sequel, but I don't know if it was necessary. I don't know. I'll have to read it, I guess, and find out. But what was your overall star rating for the book? Um, so I read this a while ago, and I can't quite remember exactly what I gave it on my bookstagram, but I, at this point, would give it a four. Yeah. Out of five. I thought that it was really well done, and the plot was, know it, it was a true mystery um she did a really good job wrapping it up and having all the clues tie in together i thought that her you know who ended up being the quote-unquote killer um i thought that was well done it wasn't super obvious um and she wasn't lazy about it like it was very creative um and then as far as thrillers go i mean that was about as thrilling as it gets like i could Yeah, and what would it, what makes you drop it? Like the what's the one star off? Um, I think it might just be the I don't know. Some of the characters I didn't really I didn't love what she did with them. So, for instance, um, with Cooper and with Addie, both of them were cheaters. Both of them were you know, not faithful to who they were dating, um, but, and I know this probably that makes sense, yeah, but I'm, I'm getting to it, um, Addie, you know, was just vilified the whole time, her main thing was that she was this girl who cheated on her boyfriend once, and then Cooper seemed to do it all of the time, and, you know, I, I understand his backstory was different, but no one, you know, called him out on the fact that he was, you know, hurting somebody, even though he had his reasons. Um, so, I don't know. Some of the character development, I felt like, could have been a little better. Um, yeah, but I feel like it's... Yeah, but I feel like it's pretty true to the fact, though. I mean, double standards exist everywhere. Exactly. So, it would be fair for that to happen, and I think that was illustrated really well, because even when I was in high school, it was like that. Oh, yeah. um, but I, I gave it uh, four stars just because I really enjoyed the plot. I really liked the setting and the way it was written, but um, I personally found it to be really at some points um per very predictable like mm -hmm. i knew from the beginning that cooper was gay <laughs> like oh, yeah. i just was like yeah his big secret is not juicing and i just like i knew that just because of the description that was happening between him and his girlfriend and I don't know, but I do like that the characters, all of them aren't so one-dimensional. I really, truly feel like she did a really good job with making each of them so much more than their, you know, quote-unquote label. Like, you know, the brain, the beauty, the criminal, the athlete, like... Those exactly. labels that people get in high school, this book did a really good job with showing that, like, you know, teenagers are super complex emotional beings, and I really did appreciate that, but yeah, I did find it to be really predictable at times, 
and some of the um, writing and stuff, it's like I almost wish there was more left to the imagination. Yeah, but, that's a good point. But other than that, I really, really, really liked it um, overall. It really reminded me of some of my favorite, like, you know, young adult TV shows, like yes. uh, Pretty Little Liars and Gossip Girl. And then it even gave me, like, Breakfast Club vibes. Yeah, it's like the Breakfast Club meets Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, and I really liked um, Bronwyn because she reminded me so much of Spencer from Pretty right. Little Liars. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's who I was envisioning in my head. It would not surprise me if this ended up being a preform um, Right. So Netflix is looking for um, submissions for TV shows. And I was like, oh my god, I should totally submit this book. Absolutely. That would be, like, so good. But I do see, like, more of, like, the CW or something picking it up. That's true. I could, that it is the type of show they would pick up. Yeah, but it would be such a good uh, TV show. I don't know, like, how they would expand it. But, I mean, they did such a good job with Pretty Little Liars. I'm sure they could, like, meet with the author and be able to like, write and expand a multi-season show with this set of characters and the premise and everything would be, I think, really conducive to a uh, popular TV show. I would definitely binge-watch it. Yeah. But I... So who did you think was the, uh, from the beginning, like, at the very beginning, who did you think did it? Um, it was kind of like, as this, I really wasn't sure. I didn't think it was any of the four of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that maybe it was Addie's, um, boyfriend. What was his name? Jake? Jake. Yeah, I, I feel like it could have been him because he was, he just, you know, bad vibes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, pretty damn close. And, um, that's who I thought it could have been, but then I was like, ah, but the motivation isn't, like, too strongly there, uh, but clearly, he was a psycho, so, but what about you? I thought it was Maeve, I think that's how you pronounce her name, um, Bronwyn's oh, sister. sister, who mm -hmm. was the techie, and she also had a, like, she was also in a post that Simon had written on his um about that app um and I, I don't know she was just so invested in keeping Bronwyn on the right path to the Ivy League and she's very protective uh, they were very protective of each other um and so I kind of thought that maybe they were she was going to throw us a curveball with her um I I realized that Jake was not a good guy um yeah. but I didn't know I didn't think that he was going to be involved in the death, which he really wasn't, but he was to an extent. So she, I definitely did not get this. Um, up until the very end, I kind of had my suspicions of what had happened, but. Yeah, I, toward the end, was like, oh, he, um, Simon 
is the orchestrator. Like I just yeah. knew it because I was like, all of this. yeah, like I just sensed that. Um, um, what did you think of? I guess who was your favorite character? I guess we could start with that. Um, I really enjoyed Bronwyn because, like I said, she yeah. really reminded me of Spencer from Pretty Little Liars, who is my favorite character on that show. Yeah. Um, just like super smart and very like in touch with reality, mm-hmm. whereas some of the characters not so much. And I really enjoyed Nate as well. Yeah, um, Nate. I found myself really excited when we got back to Nate's point of view. Yeah. Um, because I felt like he was just he was just a lot deeper than them. Um, I guess just because of you know everything he had been through. Yeah. Um, but I also really liked Addie's growth. Yeah. She was one of my favorites in the book as far as. Um, well, she had the most character growth. Of yeah, all she of them. just becomes a whole different person. Yeah. So that was fun to watch. Um, and Cooper was a sweetheart, but he just. You know, he, out of all of them, he was just kind of there. Um, yeah, for me, I think the thing that I really dislike in books written by, you know, straight people is when a gay character, like them being gay, is their only, like, character right. development. Like, to me, it's not interesting because to me, it's like we shouldn't just use that as, like, a key for somebody's identity and character development like their sexuality isn't their identity and to me like cooper's identity which is just like this athlete with a hyper aggressive father was just sort of to me like an overdone cliche that wasn't super interesting in my eyes and his coming out was more of a big deal than i I felt like it was more of a big deal than the actual murder reveal like yeah or i guess not murder but um the, like the reveal of what happened to simon was less of a big deal than cooper coming out so i thought it was just kind of strange um it, it shouldn't like you said have been a big plot point for him because that's not his identity that's just you know who he is it shouldn't have been so yeah, yeah. i got heart doned and I mean, like, a t- teenagers, like, realizing their sexuality and everything is, uh, you know, a big turning point. But we're past that point. Clearly, he has a long-term boyfriend. So it's not like yeah. this, like, revelation where he's like, oh, my God, I'm gay. It's like, like eight, no. Like, 18. Yeah. 17. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm just in the closet because I have, like, really cra- a really crappy dad and I'm scared of what people will think of me. And I I get that and I hear that, but I think that, like, authors really need to stop using, like, homosexuality as, like, a plot, like, a key in their plot, or a tool, a plot tool, basically. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know about you, but by the age of 17, 18, I knew who I was as far as that goes, so it just was, these weren't middle schoolers, um... I don't know. It just felt like it was kind of unnecessary. Like, yeah, he had that secret, but... Yeah, and I mean, people have, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, some people don't realize they're gay until they're, like, married with children. I mean, it happens. But in the book, Cooper knows who 
Yeah, he is. He, like, he has aware. a boyfriend. He's totally aware. It's not like he's in total um, denial. It's not like he's dating girls and then hooking up with random guys on the side still under the guise of, like, oh, I'm not gay. I'm just going to hook up with who I want to hook up with. Like, no, he's literally in a relationship, calls this other person his boyfriend, is fully aware of it. It's just like he... Yeah. is just sort of in the closet as with, you know, the other side of his life, which is, you know, high school or whatever. And yeah. I don't know, like, it's... I'm happy that there is more representation in books of, you know, LGBTQ plus characters, but to me it's like I really wish we would stop using their homosexuality as a, like... Right plot key versus um, like making them an actually interesting character yeah there are so much more they could have worked with than, yeah. than just being the gay baseball player yeah like um but speaking of cooper's boyfriend chris he was you know pretty instrumental in helping them decode the mystery what did you think about her using him like that i loved it i thought that was really really um interesting and a really cool way to sort of tie him into the story and like help with the growth of the group as a whole and you know seeing their relationship grow like that's what I'm saying is like his partner was more of an interesting character and he wasn't yeah. even a main character exactly. which is like why I'm upset because I'm like they could have made Cooper so much more like, they gave all of the other characters, like, you know, Nate and Bronwyn in their relationship had so much, like, development and growth and everything. And then you have, you know, Chris and Cooper, their relationship was sort of like, okay, you know? And, like, it's sort of unfair that they would make it where, like, his boyfriend was sort of, like, just cool with the fact that he was dating some girl. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. It just gave me the icky feels. Yeah, I completely agree. I like Chris a lot, though, and I I thought it was good that he was the one that kind of shed a lot of light on what could be going on because I feel like they were all too close to the situation and couldn't objectively look at it to figure out who, what what happened. Um, yeah. And sometimes that's just life. Like, you always need somebody that can look at something with a different point of view than you. Yeah. Um, because sometimes you're just too close to the situation. I'm so sorry. My cats are wrestling now <laughs> in my room. So if you hear anything, I'm really sorry. But I can't stop oh, them. Oh, you're fine. I couldn't hear them. <laughs> like, if you've ever tried to stop a cat from doing anything, then you'll realize it's pointless. Yeah, and... they just kind of look at you like, okay, well, that was cute. I'm going to go do this again. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't deal with them. Anyway, who was your, who was your favorite character or characters? Um, I did love Bronwyn. Mm-hmm. She, again, like you said, Spencer, if, if Karen McManus told me that she based Bronwyn off of Spencer, I would have totally believed her. Um, I really, I did like Addie. I just thought her character growth was the most out of all of the um, characters in the book. Um, so for me, she was... She was my favorite. Um, but, I mean, they're all, I was invested in all of them. Like, I didn't want any of them to be the killer. And I guess that's the whole, like, that shows how well she wrote the book because 
sometimes authors will write a book like this and I'm pulling for one person to be the killer. Um, yeah. Especially in like cozies and stuff like that. You you kind of always have a character you don't like. Um, but I actually, I mean, I like everybody in the book except Jake. He was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Just like the I perfect. Felt like he, he wouldn't. I wanted him to be involved and just couldn't figure out how he would be. Yeah, it's like almost like he was too stupid <laughs> to be <laughs> involved, which is so like fitting for him. But so I guess I guess we should, um, you know, for anybody that is listening that hasn't read the book, um, I guess we should tell them what the actual outcome was. Yeah, so it um, ends up being that you know Simon, the one who uh, wrote the blog, was dealing with. Um, you know, some mental illness issues, which by the way, I really wish another thing is I really wish they would have talked about that more. Yeah, because it does mention that he was depressed. I know, but it's like they don't talk or acknowledge exactly. like any other signs of it, which is so frustrating again because it's like using things like mental illness and homosexuality and all this other stuff as like plot keys is so silly to me. But anywho, <laughs> so they um find out that he had orchestrated this entire thing so even after death he would be like the causer of drama and undoing for all of these people mm-hmm. so how did you feel about the ending did you like it were you satisfied with it yeah i was i actually i, I liked it because i thought that it wasn't you know i'm all about the thriller is all about the suspense and this was suspenseful i was not expecting it um I thought that I was thrilled because it meant that none of my favorite characters had done this. Um, I thought it was really well done. It wasn't super obvious. Um, it it had a little bit of. Um, so I've only watched one season of Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, yes. Kind of of that. Yes, uh, for sure. He, he basically he kills himself and then blames everybody else um which is like you know in the book he talks about how he i don't know if he talked about i can't really remember exactly how forgive me how it came up in the book but about you know like the massacres and stuff and he wanted like a twist on it yes Um, and this was a way to do that like he got all these people in trouble and almost ruined all their lives and it was just his sick, twisted, you know, sense of humor, I guess you would call it. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny that you bring up that show 13 Reasons Why because I just finished watching the third season this past week. And um, we were talking about, you know, how homosexuality is used as like a plot key and things. And the stereotype of, like, a boy being a jock and, oh, he's gay. What a surprise. And he's super, like, unhappy and a shell of a human being because of it. It's, like, literally the character in 13 Reasons Why Monty is a football player who's super aggressive. And he comes from, like, a home where the dad, like, is super, um, 
homophobic and abusive and he's of course a closet a closeted gay man and i'm like what a surprise that we have yet again another character that's like that and him being um gay is a like tool in the show that they use and i don't know it's just so i would love to talk to um a gay male about how they feel about these stereotypes because to me it just like seems really overdone over yeah, and over yeah it's it, it, it is and again, it's her first book, so obviously, you know, there will be some issues, but I think, you know, obviously she not went out of the park with her first book. Oh, absolutely. I'm just um, saying, like, I think it's some just... Of that's lazy, I think. Yeah, I think it's just something that is a common theme. I mean, we see tropes and stereotypes in books, like, all the time, even in books that are, like, we love and adore. And um, that's just one of them. But yeah, it's it's 13 Reasons Why is another like great show that if you enjoyed 13 Reasons Why, you would love this book for oh, sure. Absolutely. So, and I, I had Gossip Girl written down too <laughs> because of the I website. Really like that, you know, yes, it's, I, would, I would consider it a young adult book, but I felt like throughout most of it, it was just something that any adult could could read and enjoy it. Like, I didn't feel like it really just had to be a YA book. I felt like it could just be a regular thriller, a regular um, fiction book. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I think it's something that anybody could get enjoyment or entertainment value out of. Because some YA books, I feel like reading them at the age of 28, um, <laughs> was it, it just feels a little cheesy sometimes um especially like i don't relate to a lot of the characters if they're too young or if the story itself is too um easy which obviously just makes sense because they're made for younger people but um i felt like this one just did a really good job transitioning from from that age group to ours um which is you know, I love YA books, so I love when I feel like I, I still kind of, you know, that I'm not too far past it, I guess is the best way to put it. No, I, I totally agree, and I, I feel the same way about it. But yeah, overall, I really, really did enjoy the book. Of course, um, you know, I gave it four out of five stars. I knocked off a star for the reasons that we talked about. Just some of it was really predictable and a little overdone and everything. But overall, for being a debut novel, it was written really well. The plot was fantastic. The concept is really great. And it, despite it being sort of inspired by other things we've seen before, it was really unique in concept. And um, I really do like how the characters developed and grew and became like close friends like I love that they um were people from sort of like all walks of high school life and this one thing as awful as it was brought them together when they normally wouldn't be brought together and um I just really enjoyed how that went and I think that I would read the sequel just for the 
um, enjoyment of knowing and reading more about these characters as they were at the end of the book versus like you know what I mean just the development that they went through I think that there's so much more um, enjoyable and I would really love to read the second book because something tells me that like character development wise as far as that goes I think the second book would be like so much better with that I agree um yeah I I definitely I think that I will read the second one um mostly because if it becomes a tv show which I just I feel like it's gonna be a tv show um I think that the second book you know provides a lot of um stuff for them to use and so if you read both of those books that's probably a few seasons of a tv show um, so you'd be all caught up and there's nothing I love more than having read the book before watching a tv show for sure yeah i will definitely be reading it too um but should we go ahead and discuss our next month's pick yeah for sure um so it have you seen me by kate white um i'm very excited about this one um i think Technically, we both came up with it together after doing a poll on our bookstagram. Um, I don't know. I felt like, what were the results in it? Because I felt like it, it was kind of just spread out. Yeah, so we got a couple, like, all across the board, like, a little here, a little there. But there were more people wanting to read a, like, thriller thriller. So one of us is lying. I would consider more of a mystery because there isn't, like... Like, I think there's some thriller aspects to it, but it's not as, like, your heart is racing, you're, like, kind of afraid sort of a book, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, a thriller, to me, it's, like, really highly, highly gripping and, like, you have to get to the end or you're gonna, like, die (laughs) sort of a thing. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I was sent a copy of Have You Seen Me um, from HarperCollins among their, I think, I guess I'm on their promotion list because I didn't ask for it. It just showed up, which was like the happiest little surprise. Yeah, who doesn't love a a book to show up in the mail to them? Yeah, and it just came out at the end of April, so it's still a relatively new release. novel and it is a thriller Kate White is a um a she writes a lot of standalone psychological thrillers um such as like Hush um The Secrets You Keep and she also has a series called The Bailey Wiggins Mysteries um and she's also a um career book writer as well because she was the former editor-in-chief of cosmopolitan magazine which is pretty cool so she seems like quite the woman kate white what an icon i am uh, very impressed by her but i can go ahead and read the description so everybody can sort of get it um so It says, on a cold, rainy morning, finance journalist Allie Linden arrives early to work in her Manhattan office, only to find that she's forgotten her key card and needs to have a colleague she's never met let her in. 
When her boss finally arrives, he is surprised to see her because she hasn't worked there in five years. Allie knows her name, but little else. After multiple interviews with a hospital psychiatrist, she begins to piece together important facts, but she still can't recall what happened to her during the previous two days. When she learns that she's experienced a dissociative uh, fake state, Allie tries to think of triggers and remembers that she's been seeing a therapist about a traumatic event from her childhood, and when she came across evidence for a murder that was never solved. As ominous details of Allie's missing two days pile up, she does the terrifying, so does the terrifying pressure. She must recover the time she lost before the time she has runs out. Featuring Kate White's signature twists and turns, Have You Seen Me is a harrowing read that will keep readers guessing until its shocking end. Super exciting. Sounds fun. I can't wait to read it. I know. I'm super excited. And we haven't really done like a true thriller yet. So I think it'll be like a nice change of pace for everybody. And I'm, I'm just really excited to read it and get into it. And we will be posting, um, as per usual, for one of us is lying, we will be posting um, some photos, like some reference photos and details on our Instagram. And that will also be where our discussion thread is, where we will be replying to your comments, chit-chatting, hanging out. And we also every month share a story template that all of you can post on your Instagrams doing um, your own star reading of the book and sharing your thoughts. And we always love to see your posts, so make sure to tag us. And um, we're excited to chat with y'all and we'll have all the details up on our blog and um, our Instagram. So make sure you check those out. It is at Getting Booked Podcast. And until next month, we will chat with y'all later. Yeah, and as always, if you have any requests for a, uh, a book for us to review, send it our way. Absolutely. And we're excited to hear from y'all. Thanks. Alright, bye guys.